Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line is plot holes or gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friends Stephen Izzy mining for precious metal. The reason why we've chosen this site is the geological formation is without precedent. Fire in the hole! Hold on. But what they unearth is pure terror. 65 million years in the making. Oh, God, no. You gotta get me out of here, right? I can help. The last thing I need is a hothead running around town. Come on, Hannah, let him help. Now, a town's lone shot at survival. Rest in the hands. I need a drink. Come on, let's go. What are those things? What's happening? Of a few cowboys. You know how to use one of these things? Yeah. And if they're going to outlive these prehistoric outlaws... Where the hell are you going? Hunting. They'll have to shoot first. Or become extinct in the wildest action-adventure standoff. You honestly think that you're just going to cowboy up and ride into town guns a-blazing? Where only the best species wins. Your history. Cowboys versus dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you liked, you retweeted, you voted, and now you get Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. You asked for this. <laughs> you brought this upon yourselves. You, you made this happen. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so well, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. And our uh, fan pick results came in. And uh, with a surprisingly whopping 42% of the vote, Cowboys versus Dinosaurs beat uh, the other three contestants. Mm -hmm. uh, Silver was uh, Mega Shark versus Mega Shark. <laughs> uh, pulling up bronze was Airplane versus Volcano. <laughs> and uh, not even not even on the podium is uh, Asteroid versus Earth. Nobody wanted to see uh, Robert Davi and Tia Carrere. Go and I don't think, honestly, I don't think anybody even looked up these movies. I think they purely <laughs> went by the title and they were like, well, what sounds the most ridiculous? They're like, let's see, da-da-da-da, sharks, volcanoes, dinosaurs, sold. <laughs> Followed by dinosaurs and sharks. Ooh, dinosaurs versus asteroid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I've already seen On that the one. History Channel. <laughs> um. First, would you like a drink, my handsome, sexy husband? I absolutely would. You're talking about me, right? Yes, oh, I was yes, talking to yes. the cat, but I guess, okay, you too. Um, so tonight, we have something that most of you out there, if you like beer, you've probably had, uh, because it's delightful. We have a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yes. Sierra Nevada is a completely natural ale, brewed with the finest malt barley and whole cone hops, brewer's yeast, and pure water. Each bottle is conditioned naturally, creating a unique and flavorful ale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here you go. In 1980, we created Ooh. a beer highlighting the bold pine and citrus flavors of whole cone cascade hops. Today, our all-natural bottle-conditioned pale ale is recognized worldwide as a classic. Brewed in Chico, California, and Mills River, NC. I was going to say Nantucket, but North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say Nantucket. Come on and raise up. Alrighty. <laughs> and we've got the opening. Yeah. Ooh. And the pour. 
Ooh, that looks like beer. Yeah, it does. Mmm, it smells like beer. Yeah, they like to use a lot of the uh, Cascade hops. Because Cascade mm. hops are fucking delicious. It's a fantastic, well-rounded Pop you hop. off a little bit more. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> more beer. Oh, no. Oh, you poor baby. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cheers. Beautiful, oops, beautiful uh, golden brown color. Yeah, it's a little hazy. It's got a white, frothy head. Mmm, smells quite piney. He's going in for a sip. Yeah. Oh, God, the look on his face. No, 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 it's fine. The look of sheer joy. Mm. I think this one might be a little on the older side, but not bad. Just got a little uh, little hint of... It's got a little sherry on it. Yeah. Uh, this one also... So we actually don't live that far from the Sierra Nevada Brewery, and we live like a bike ride distance from Sierra Nevada Tap Room, which we should probably take a growler over and get it filled. That yeah. lovely growler. Shout but out to Connie hey for Connie. getting us a growler. Uh, but this particular bottle came from uh, beer packs that came from the lovely Coriel. Yes, Coriel. Thank you, Coriel. So this has actually been sitting around since August, and who yeah. knows when it <laughs> got packed. Yeah. But it's still, you know what? It's still a really good beer. If you like hoppy beers, try the full Sierra Nevada line. If you don't like hoppy beers, I highly, highly recommend their porter. Indeed. One of my favorites. Good stuff. And if you can find it, Narwhal. Narwhal's mm. one of their barley wines. Is that in the Bigfoot? No, it's the Imperial Stout. Oh, that's the Imperial Stout, yeah. And the Bigf Bigfoot is the barley wine. Exactly. Ooh, it is high octane and delicious. Really can't go wrong. <laughs> Where you can go wrong is uh, <laughs> strolling through Netflix and uh, finding Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. Um, Jesus Christ. A quick little uh, synopsis of the movie, courtesy of IMDb. Sums it up pretty well. <laughs> uh, after an accidental explosion at a local mine, uh, dinosaurs emerge from the rubble to terrorize a small western town in Montana. Uh, now a group of gunslingers must defend their home if anyone is going to survive in a battle of cowboys versus dinosaurs. That was really unnecessary. You can really get it, that just from the title. <laughs> Wait, this movie is about cowboys versus dinosaurs? Yeah. What the fuck did I watch? <laughs> I think you were watching uh, Urban Cowboys starring John Travolta. No, I don't know. No. What's the uh, Rhinestone Cowboys? Rhinestone <laughs> <laughs> oh, Very Campbell. different movie. No. Uh, so, mm. yeah. No, uh, so, my take on this movie? A, uh, a drugged out, uh, alcoholic cowboy comes back home to town to try and get a job. Nobody likes him, so they won't give him a job. They send him up to the mine to go and die. Uh, he goes up to the he, mine. He was looking for work. Thank you. <laughs> and bless you, Castor Troy. Yeah, bless you. Um, he goes up to the mine. There's been an accident. They're, uh, they're searching for unobtainium with machine guns because that helps miners <laughs> yeah. work faster. What do they call it? Like, Ubordium or something it's like that? It's unobtainium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me. They uncover a giant pocket of prehistoric dinosaurs, let them loose, and then the drugged out cowboy and the girl he once beat up have to save the town. <laughs> and by the way, she's banging the sheriff who they keep referring to as the old sheriff because he's a good, like, 40 years older than yeah, her. Yeah, is it? Wow. Yeah, the the sheriff, is like, it really could have been her father, but I feel like... It should have been her father. <laughs> so there's, like, this whole, because there has to be a love story, like, I, what it's supposed to be is he, the our main hero, whose name I never Val even bothered to learn because I don't even care. His name is Val Walker, played by the great thespian Rib Hillis. <laughs> All right, Rib. I will go with Rib because I just genuinely did not care about for his yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, he got bucked off of a, a bull and like almost stomped to death, and now he's afraid to ride, but he's a cowboy. Um, 
And they keep saying, oh, if you can't ride, you're no good to us. I'm sorry, I grew up on a farm. There are plenty of jobs that don't involve riding. In fact, pretty much all the jobs you need are not riding jobs. Riding yeah. the horses is one of the more fun things to do. and something you can charge people to do. Yeah, absolutely. Not pay somebody to ride around. But for a job, rate, you can kick some shit. <laughs> they're like, there's a whole thing where uh, there's a hot blonde and he got drunk and did drugs and beat the shit out of her. He never says that he got clean. He never says he'll never do it again. He just shows up and is like, you look good, babe. And she's like, I date the old sheriff now. The old sheriff who I thought was her dad that they yeah. had just like a weirdly close relationship for a long time. Shows up and goes, Val, I'm going to arrest you. Val goes, do it! I'm gonna punch you! I punched you! Haha! -ha. Now I get to lock you up as long as I want you to! I want to! And who shares the cell with him? Oh! Lyle Lovett? No. I mean his dad? His dad, played by the great, great thespian actor, Eric Roberts. Uh, by he the way, there's a vomit scene that did not need oh, to have. Yeah, it is yeah. projectile vomiting for an extended period of time. By Mr. Eric Roberts, yeah. Uh, that, that guy amazes me. He's been in over 400 movies. Yeah, because he just sits in a corner and drinks, apparently. Yeah, he shows up for a day or two. He's starting like every sci-fi movie ever. And then <laughs> no, it's like every once in a while, it's like, yeah, I think I'll be in The Expendables. He, he drunkenly just parks out in the corner of the sci-fi lot, and they just kind of shoot him occasionally. <laughs> and they're like, hey, look, we have an actor who's been in the sci-fi movie. He was just sleeping on set when they were <laughs> shooting Val scene, and when he was, like, looking all depressed in the That's cell. That's when he comes he, around the corner, the corner and the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Roberts? Are you? I mean, Mr. Walker? <laughs> huh? What? Huh? Oh, this guy I, need a, I need a drink. What, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, uh, another by Jack Horseman. <laughs> uh, uh, another brief role. A couple other roles in this movie. Um, mm -hmm. There's the owner of the mine. Yeah. Uh, played by Vernon Wells, who you might yeah. know is uh, I, I don't know the evil cyborg Mohawk guy from uh, Road Warrior. Yeah. Uh, he's also like a weird science and stuff, but he's really old now. When you see his him, you'll be like, "Wow, it's that guy," and he got old. Yeah, he kind of looks like Ron Perlman or something now. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there's also uh, his <laughs> his foreman of the mine play, yeah. played by the and, and alumni of this podcast. Absolutely, uh, Sarah Malico Lane playing Doctor Sinclair. Uh, even though I don't think it's ever mentioned that she's really a doctor, it's just what it says in IMDb. Oh no, no, no. she remember she's she's gra she's graduated top of her class in geothermology or some shit like something that. like yeah. that. But basically, um, she tries does everything she can to try and prove she's badass. Yeah, and, and has the worst push-up bra I've ever seen on camera. <laughs> it is not. She good. just doesn't have tits. Okay, she's a slender woman. Yeah. And they tried to make it look like she had, like, a good solid C or D cup, but instead it just is a bunch of padding, and then, it's like, her the, skin pushed up. Yes, raise the bra and pull the shirt down. That's how you do it. Uh, you may know her. She uh, also starred in Shark Lake. Yeah, opposite <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. And uh, she was also in Kickboxer Vengeance, which is another interesting movie. Um, but, yeah, real up-and-comer this last year. Um yeah, she doesn't do well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Dinosaurs popping up out of a mine. Yeah. Um, Love I'll, story that shoehorned in there. By the way, the best character in this. The, the black guy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. But <laughs> I'm going to pull it up now. Honestly, none of the characters in this are very memorable, which is a shame. Yeah. Because 
there are some like I mean yeah the, like uh, the hot blonde who's the main character she uh she has some girlfriends um they go, and they go uh, skinny dipping up at the oh Alpine Lake. No, they're not skinny dipping. Oh. They're they're in their swimsuits, and they're trying to pretend like it's a super hot day, but it obviously is an Arctic tundra <laughs> it's out there. Overcast, the wind's blowing. It looks like it's about forty-five degrees. Their skin's all blotchy. Oh yeah, and, and we don't have a huge TV. Is your TV high def? Yeah, that one. Well, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, alright, so it is high def or whatever. No, 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 I was asking, because I was going to say, I don't think it is high def, and even still, you can see how blotchy and cold they are, like, you can see the goosebumps. Well, and you're also forgetting, uh, the, the gentleman that walks by while they're getting ready to go for a dip oh and ruins the whole thing. The creeper, who, <laughs> even the one who's supposed to be dating him, she, like, there's a kiss where they're supposed to be making out, and she's trying to, like, not <laughs> like touch that, him. That's so close, get back up, back up. <laughs> It kind of looks like a Nicolas Cage in Raising Arizona. A little but, bit. <laughs> but not as charming as if that's the possibility. No. And by the way, they're in the middle of nowhere. They apparently didn't hear anybody drive up. Yeah. They just walked there. or you know. uh, But that's when the dinosaurs start showing up. And there's... Oh, the worst CGI'd <laughs> raptor. Jesus. It is not good, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Like, so in this scene, they get attacked by a uh, by a raptor. The thing, it jumps into the water and it makes a noise, but there's no splash. <laughs> there's no splash. <laughs> only, only the wake from the guy trying to swim out to the middle of the lake to get away. <laughs> yeah. It's, wow, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. it goes from there. Then some raptors start going through houses and killing people. You know, ultra silently. They don't even touch, like, the sides of the walls or the doorways or anything when they strike. And... Uh, Ripping people apart. It looks like they got chicken guts on them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. Uh, and then of course there's the scene where the T Rex is like running through the city and they got to barricade themselves and recoup and um and and of course their big plan to I don't know it's it, it's almost their big plan is almost like a Pacific Rim where it's like they came from this vortex or whatever in this mine and they have to get them all to go out there you know the ones they don't shoot on site and you know shoot up raptors or whatever the rest they got to get back in this hole and then blow it up yeah yeah because that worked oh and they're attracted to propane and their bodies run on methane yeah i uh, a lot of this movie just doesn't make sense (laughs) the black guy is quaid quaid Quaid. that's right uh, he is amazing. He's played by uh, Kelsey Watson. He, <laughs> he's played by actor Kelsey Watson. He seems to be the only one on set who get well. Maybe him and your your drunken guy. Yeah, <laughs> they're the only ones who seem to get that this is what this movie is. And I mean, he's the only one who's like guns ablazing, like fuck yeah, let's like. Yeah. Machine balls gu- to the wall. Machine gun and he's hanging yeah. off the rope and just ah, right get some, get some. Ah. <laughs> the other problem I had with this movie, another problem. What? None of the horses get eaten, but That's the raptors. True. Apparently, raptors just don't aren't interested in horse meat because the horses are just like wandering around outside, and raptors run right past them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of different things, but you know, when, oh, when you have a budget, when you had a have a oh god. <laughs> So when 
So when the spitters come up out of the dimensional vortex or whatever or for the, the first, first time... Off, it, it just looks like a raptor jumping out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's different sized raptors. Like, there's velociraptors, which are kind of shorter. Like, they're coming up to people's hips, which is a pre- a pre- is ugh, more appropriate than, like, Jurassic Park raptors. And there's, like, Utah raptors that are about people size. And then there's one in be- an in-between size. And when they first jump out of the crater... <laughs> It was a very quick scene. I had to make Steve rewind it and pause it because I wasn't sure what I had seen. He jumps up and uh, his temple, where it's kind of concave, squishes out like one of those squishy-eyed stress dolls. Yeah. But it's so fast. Yeah, it's like, flap, flap. And it's like, well, did that just glitch? What's going on? Yeah. it we're like was that supposed to happen is this like a joke by the uh the animators like what is going on yeah. and then it was about a scant 40 minutes later when it was finally explained that uh, i guess it's like a like a frog's throat kind yeah, of thing except for they only do it right before they spit poison yeah then then they start oh spitting poison. Not, not just poison Acid. Acid. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, it's tarry acid. It's a rip off of yeah. the uh, the Dilophosaurus from uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, but they didn't want to do the full frill thing. Well, yeah, because <laughs> then uh, then they would get sued because that was totally a Spielberg cre- creature creation team yeah. idea. Because when you break down to it, the the main story is basically Jurassic World on a lower budget. Oh yeah, for sure. It well, and set in Montana. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure whether the uh, uh, the alternative to San Diego and Lost World was rural Montana, where, Not they, were, where they were going to do it. Wasn't going to be a, it wasn't going to be a T Rex loose in the canal. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where the Spinosaurus was going to come in. Ah, there we go. You just predatorily going through the canal. <laughs> Cruise ships coming through. What was that? <laughs> All right. So dinosaurs versus cowboys. Um, uh, would you recommend it? Uh, you can it's go ahead and say It's cool. No, it's hard. It's um, if you're prepared, if you are super into the low budget sci-fi channel like movie of the week. Which, let's face it, they've become the Lifetime movie of the week. So yeah. Like, if that is your thing, this is a better one of those. This is better than Minotaur, which I got roped into watching. And Jesus Christ, that is a long movie with yeah. zero payoff. Yeah, but um, I'd say it's even better than, like, Shark Lake we've done on Oh, Peter. yeah, like, yeah. Like, the stories, despite being super dramatic, just to, I think, draw it out to a full 90 minutes and yeah. all that. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, there's... A, by the numbers, you know. Like, you like Quaid, you like... I think her name's Jenny, but the other chick who actually knows how to shoot the shotgun. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the friend or whatever. The friend, the, yeah. Like, yeah, she... Like, there's a couple of characters you enjoy watching on screen. The main characters you don't like, you... You don't like the sheriff. He's just kind of a bossy jerk. You really don't like Val at all. Yeah. Um, because you don't it's like, like Sky, the uh, girlfriend or whatever. I love you, but you hit me. But I still love you even though I'm banging a man who's twice my age. And I think about the daddy issues. You think? I try not yeah. to. It really takes too much energy away from other things I'm doing. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's, it's really sad that the characters you hate get all of the screen time. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a lot of characters where it's like, like I want to know more of what Quaid's doing. Hell, I want to know more about Eric Roberts. Yeah. He's the town drunk, I get it. By the way, it's just like, hi, father. Yeah. And then, oh no, you were eaten by dinosaurs. 
I think you got one shot off. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you got one shot off, and then it was that. That's where we found out about the acid. <laughs> ah, that's right. Uh, or yeah. yeah. By the way, I guess spoilers or no spoilers, whatever. Basically, everybody gets eaten in this except for like three people. Yeah. The town is doomed. <laughs> Everyone gets eaten. And I do have to give it to them. There's a variety of dinosaurs. I did feel bad. The dinosaur they mostly took that they they got the most shots off on was that poor uh, Triceratops. Oh yeah. Like Aww. the Triceratops really didn't deserve that. He just kind of wanted to go and eat some grass somewhere. He was just confused. He was yeah. like, "Where's all the grass?" Yeah. What would have been great is if it was just like a like an exit shot of like the Triceratops like grazing with the rodeo bulls, and then it just like tans out. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been that would have been the best end of that. <laughs> Come up next to that rodeo finals. We got Val Walker getting back on that high horse. Oh, should I say Triceratops horse? <laughs> Mom. Ah, eight seconds. <laughs> oh, uh, and he's a grease spot. <laughs> so, uh, so what I'm hearing is uh, we just need to remake this movie ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely our characters would be much more interesting. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> be a love story? Yeah, between Val and Quaid. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh, uh, we could win awards for that interracial love story. Anyway. <laughs> it'd be almost as it'd be almost as good as the Fast and Furious love saga. Almost. <laughs> the saga over the last four or five movies. You tell so me. Oh, I guess actually since the beginning with uh, Dom and... And Walker. Paul Walker's character. I forget his name. Ryan? It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and <laughs> then now Dom's going to have to move on to The Rock. Well, it was it was meant to be. Oh, I so, mean... So Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> um, Not as good a gun show. Yeah, check it out if you want. It's your choice. You picked yeah. it. We watched it for you. Um, as I was saying, if you're super into the sci-fi movie of the weeks, you're gonna like this one. This one's fairly enjoyable. If you're not, if you just if you just enjoy like fun movies, this movie is not funny enough. I don't think for <laughs> really. me to recommend it as a bad movie. Yeah. Instead, I would say do what we did. Coming up on a future episode. <laughs> See which one is, see who's more annoying, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park 2 or Tia Leone in Jurassic Park 3. It's You'll a, have much more fun doing that. It's a tough call. <laughs> and you will hear our debate. Yep, coming up in a couple of weeks. All right, I'm going to down uh, this beer and then we should open the next one. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we got fun facts, questions, <gasps> and what we learned. Woo! Oh, and two more beers. Indeed. Hey, everybody, it's Steve. Did you know you can donate to our podcast to help us keep the lights on? Of course you did. Everybody will, on the internet will take your money. Uh, however, did you know that there's a way that you can help us keep the lights on and get yourself some great swag? For just a few dollars a month, you can get bonus reviews, full-length commentaries, uh, choose movies for our episodes, shout-outs on the podcast, uh, advertise your business, uh, guest host with us, um, and discounts on all of our merchandise, including t-shirts, episode art, and everything from Izzy's incredible Etsy page. Super fans also receive uh, monthly art directly to your doorstep. That's actually my favorite one. Uh, for details, you can check it out on our Patreon page at patron.podbean.com slash E-I-L-F-M. That's everything I learned from movies. And don't forget, thanks for listening. Hey, hey, everybody, we're back. 
So up next, we're going to have Drake from Drake's Brewing Company, the Best Coast IPA. Ooh. This classic West Coast IPA is harmonious fusion of resinous pine and orange peel cascading over a backdrop of lightly toasted caramel with brisk bitterness. Revel in the bright aromatics and let Drake's IPA show you why the Best Coast is the West Coast. West Coast is the best coast. Ha-ha. It's the same thing. And this was <laughs> bottled on 12-8-2016. So, so about three and a half months old? Yeah. So this should be pretty fresh. If you are a hophead and you have not discovered Drake's yet, you should get into Drake's. Yeah, they got some good selections. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alrighty. Located in San Leandro, California. Yeah, and yeah, you get duckies on, on the, the other side of that. Opener. No, I want to open it with the handle. <laughs> That's your choice, I guess. All right. Ready? And the pop? Yeah! Ooh. And your cut, my love? Ooh, it's a nice uh, golden straw color on this one. More head than I can handle on this one. Uh, oh, just sit the head. Oh, Here, I'm going to top you off a little bit. Yeah! Alrighty. Hmm, so, I kind of stirred this one up. Sorry, babe. Yeah, no worries. Uh, it's a little murky. That could just be because I stirred it up, or because it's a little bit murky. But uh, yeah, it's like a dark straw color. It's got a white head. I got a lot mm. of cinnamon. My. I did as well. Yeah, so this might be. Easy. But yeah, we'll try probably it. Probably hot proteins. Possibly. Mmm. It smells very piney. Yeah, a lot uh, of pine, a little citra. Yeah. Go it in. I'm gonna suck this head. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck that foam, baby. Wow. Woo! Alright, mm. he's going in for the sip. Shaking it around. Oh god, his face. No, not yeah. good. Tastes like an IPA. Does, it's good. If you yeah. It's got a good multi background. It didn't lie. You could definitely get the citrus and orange peel, a little bit of pine. Yeah, orange peel, the pine. Yeah. That's nice basic West Coast IPA. Pretty yeah. pretty standard. Mm. If you'd like an introduction to West Coast IPAs that won't necessarily remove all of the uh, coating off your teeth, this is a good way to get to get in. Yeah, yeah, like, ease is, your way in. It's probably uh, mid-60s on the IBU scale, if that. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, not like a double IPA or anything, just a good, mellow, yeah, like a summer IPA. Yeah, delightful, because it's actually like 80 degrees in here right now. Yeah, it's pretty warm this <laughs> week. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's been cold and rainy for the past month, so we're okay with it. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little sun. Not, Sun's out, good's out. Not bad for uh, smarch weather. Smarch. Yeah. <laughs> fun facts. Fun facts. Super fun facts. Super I, fun, fun facts. I know you've all been waiting for these super fun facts of this incredible movie that I'm sure you're all going to watch possibly even two or three times. Oh, do um, I hear Oscar buzz? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only have one. Uh, fun fact. Four kinds of dinosaurs are shown in this movie. Can you name them? Ooh, I'm going to go with Velociraptor. Correct. Utah Raptor? Mm, I think they're all just considered raptors. And they all just, oh, they all have raptors? Yeah. Oh, well, there's definitely Triceratops. There is. There's definitely a T-Rex. Yeah, there is. Unless it's an Allosaurus, but no, it's yeah, a T-Rex. I'm pretty sure it's T-Rex. Um, and I guess if you're doing spitters, are they calling those Velociraptors? Yeah. yeah, little spitter, whatever things. But he didn't have the, the ridges on his head. It was just another raptor. Yeah. Well, you know, those computer graphics cost money, sweetie, and they obviously didn't have a whole lot of that. Yeah, they it, basically their their quote unquote spitter or their quote unquote Dilophosaur was just a uh, velo another one of the Velociraptors. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the four. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> he should have the little head wedges. That's what he's known 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which I secretly have a well, theory that that's actually heat seeking, like the uh, the screechers and tremors. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when they're little babies, they're uh, oh my god, graboids. No, no, the ass blasters. Ass blasters. Yeah. Ooh, they have a reverse uh, a reverse <laughs> metamorphosis. Exactly. Oh, I'm so into it. Yeah, I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I got for fun facts. But thanks to uh, our wonderful. Uh, Hashtag movie pod squad and hashtag Potter and family. Woo! Thank you guys. We got some good questions about this. Oh, tell us the questions. Well, it's just more que- not questions about this movie, just questions in general. Okay. Uh, our first one comes from a Basement Condition podcast at Bement Condition. Yep. All um, right. Uh, what direction do you think movies will go in now that superhero movies aren't as popular anymore? Ooh. What I think they're going to go with, or what I hope they're going to go with. Either or. Honestly, I'm seeing a trend towards movie monsters. I know a lot of that is Universal trying to push their monster universe. universe. I am a monster kid. I love movie monsters. Um, So it's both my hope, but also I'm seeing this trend. I mean, like, Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs is an excellent example of a monster movie. Sharknado is an example of a monster movie. People are digging monsters right now, so I think we're going to move into that. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree. Um, where where I think the future of movies is going to go a little bit is uh, for the past couple of years, and this movie is also a great example of that. Uh, they relied heavily on computer graphics and stuff like that. Uh, However, I think practical effects are going to. I mean, I mean computer. Yeah, I think that's going to come back. Like with Mad Max Fury Road, like it was a hybrid, uh, like Jurassic World, like those kind of movies. Mad Max Fury Road kind of, is was essentially... Yeah, it was essentially all practical, all practical. effects. Uh, and also with the future of, you know, there being the giant blockbusters and then mm-hmm. no middle ground, but all, uh, you know, a plethora of a lot of different actors or different directors and stuff putting things out on shoestring budgets. I think I think the divide's only going to get bigger. Like, there's going to be... You big, think the mid-range movies are $300 million dollar movies... Nothing in the middle, and then... And then GoPro movies? <laughs> yeah, and then billions of movies shot with GoPros and, you know, like, like student films and Which stuff. Which is a shame, because honestly, the best movies ever made have been mid-range movies. Yeah. I mean... Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. like, a lot of... I mean, there, there's a lot of good, a lot of bad... Uh, yeah, say, there's those those middle movies where it's like, hey, little... You mean John Carpenter's career? Yeah, well, exactly. That's why he hasn't A.K.A. Made... the greatest director ever to be born. That's why he hasn't made a real... Fight me on that Twitter. Fight me on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he hasn't made a real movie since Ghost of Mars. Well, obviously. And I'm pretty sure that was just a fuck you to the movie industry. Oh, it was. That was... I'm tired of getting dragged well, back in here. I'm going to give you an excuse to not actually, hire me again. Actually, Escape from L.A. was probably his big fuck you to oh. relevant. I love Escape from L.A. I'm sorry. That movie is so much fun. Coming up next week? No. Uh, oh, yes. But yeah. So, yeah, I, that's kind of why, where I think the uh, the future movies is kind of going. A little okay. more practical, kind of stepping back from the, the tr- Transformers, everything being Are blah, you blah, saying blah. that you don't see a long future for Michael Bay? Oh, no. He'll last forever. Okay. I mean, He'll be immortalized in stone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll build a pyramid to him at some point. Eventually, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I also see a big future for animation, both 2D and 3D. I think Pixar's done a great job at kind of preserving that legacy. And 
uh, maybe it's just because I went to art school and I know a lot of animators and that, but there's so many cool things going on. I mean, but yeah, there's just a million things going on. Again, all technology is getting cheaper, and even with 2D animation, 3D animation, I think we're going to get a lot more, like, really interesting stories out of the animation world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, with kind of with the way, like, TV and stuff's going, too, like, I think there'll be oh, a yeah. lot more uh, focus on story as opposed to... But, uh, I, I, again, I, I, I don't know. It's one of those where it's like there'll probably definitely be a rift where there's story-based, blah, 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 probably going towards television because it takes a little longer to tell mm -hmm. a good story, and then Fast and Furious 15. Oh, and then there's the character studies, like Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> That's right. Fuck that movie, Inside oh, Lewin Davis. I can sum up that entire movie for you right now. Please do. Dirty hipster nobody likes is mean to a cat. Yeah. And I'm not saying all hipsters are dirty. I'm simply saying that he, in particular, was a very dirty hipster. And he fucks himself over constantly. And but I'm supposed to care. It's because he's uh, afraid of success. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, okay. better Oscar Isaac movies out there, like uh, Ex Machina. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, our other question uh, comes from Zombie Kitty at the Woo! Kitty Podcast. Yeah, Zombie Kitties. Uh, they ask if you had to come. Let's see. Sorry, I wrote this down. It was chicken scratch. If you had to come face to face with any horror villain, who would it be? Ooh. That's a good one, right? That especially, is. Especially with your mentions of John Carpenter yeah. and Universal Monsters and everything. Okay. If I wanted to come face to face, mm -hmm. I got there's one. a lot of I villains. Got, I got one in mind right now. I got one in two. I'm going to go ahead and say The Rock and San Andreas. <laughs> he is not a fucking hero he, in that. He is he, not the hero, that's for sure. He diverts emergency resources for his own personal gain. He absolutely does. <laughs> he also, for his own personal gain and pain. He, <laughs> he also drives a plane and in crashes Oakland. into Oakland. <laughs> Coming up next week, San Andreas. Oh. Uh, that has to be a full-length commentary. Oh, absolutely. Since we live here yeah. and have driven that stretch. Yes. We can point out, oh, my God. Oh, no, that would be our full-length commentary this month. Oh, uh, 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 All right, so you want to hear my villain? Yes, who's your villain? Who, do you, who would you want to come face-to-face -face with? Chucky from Child's Play. I feel like you could punt Chucky. Exactly my point. <laughs> if I had to come face-to-face -face with a horror villain, I wanted to be the fucking doll. Ooh, or do you want it to be the kid from Pet Cemetery? Either oh, way, both of them are about the size Nico of one of your shoes. Or, oh, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> you basically you want a villain who's smaller than your shoe size. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch my Achilles tendon around that kid. <laughs> it's true. Chucky does that too, though. Yeah, but, but he's also a doll. To be fair, <laughs> if you're wearing your docs, he wears a size 13 Doc Martin, which if you've ever seen one of those, that thing is bigger than a cat. <laughs> Just one little you should be you'd be pretty safe, like trying to get into Doc Martin leather. Excuse me. Yeah, now, I'd say I'd say either that or the the chick from Species. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you gotta go. <laughs> I would like to come face to face with the uh, the mannequin from Night at the Museum Two who attacks uh, Hugh Jackman in the theater. <laughs> the British guy. Oh my gosh. All right, I'm going to turn uh, Zombie Kitty's uh, um, question on Ted a little bit. Which villain of all the movie villains would you like to have coffee with? Oh, wow. Um, 
like Hannibal you, Lecter? Like, you go out to coffee, you're going to pick his brain a little bit. Come on, think like all the good villains. Yeah, say Lecter is always like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I feel like he'd be a little... He'd be l- preachy. He'd be a little preachy over my head, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, whatever, son. I uh, mean, think like Travolta from Swordfish. Ooh. I mean, like, think really fun. Buddy Ravel from 3 O'Clock High. Oh, you would. You love that movie. I do love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Buddy Ravel is the fucking hero of that movie. I will go down to the day I die saying it's that. True. Look at it from his point of view. The guy fucking didn't even wipe his hand before he put his piss-covered hands all over his, uh, I assume his fa- dead father's jacket. I don't know. I got yeah, a whole backstory kind of made out for it, trust it, me. It wouldn't be a Hakuma Homoka. Because <laughs> he's not exactly the hero of I, that movie. Yeah, uh, Deli Rilando from Kong There you go. Stop eating my sesame cake and drinking my coffee. You would go to. You would also want to invite him to coffee too. Absolutely, bring them all. I would like to go to <laughs> coffee. I think with Lopan. I just feel like he mm. has a lot of stories. He's been around for like not, a thousand years. Not thunder. Ooh, or thunder. Oh, Massa! This coffee's fresh. <laughs> Or lightning, because he was my first childhood crush with all his mermaid little, hair. Long, pretty hair. Yeah. <laughs> he had mermaid hair. That was very important to me when I was like seven. <laughs> By the way, if you'd like to hear the full story behind that ridiculous movie, <laughs> we have our full-length commentary for Big Trouble in Little China. That is my favorite movie. Of Hours time. of listening pleasure with you. <laughs> you. Again, I will fight you, Twitter. That movie is perfect. And it's only going to be made movie. more perfect next year. <laughs> no! Because everything's more perfect with The Rock. Alright. So, Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. <laughs> what did we learn, sweetie? Oh, there are not enough dinosaurs in that movie. There really isn't. They, I, oh, we also learned it doesn't take many dinosaurs to destroy a Montana no. town. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, I feel like uh, they focused, focused a lot on the raptors. They could have just had like two T-Rexes do all of that damage. It's true. Yeah. Or, 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 a, or a Triceratops that can't find any green grass. <laughs> he just wanted a snack. Uh, so I'm in here. Ah, he's tearing down the police department. Oh, my God. There's so many things falling around me. I should run faster because I'm a I'm a Triceratops. <laughs> a prehistoric giant cow is destroying a cow. Honey, you worked with cows. Oh, God. Could you imagine a cow that, I don't know, weighs... 7,000 pounds? Cows are just dumb, delicious creatures that should fit well. That's basically all they <laughs> are meant to be. Fight me on that Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah let's see. What else did what we did learn? What did you learn? Um, I learned Eric Roberts will basically star in any movie for, I'm assuming, $200 a day plus expenses. <laughs> That's right. He, must have, he has the same ad as Rockford. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him in the yellow pages. <laughs> That's right, so he uses the yellow pages, even. Uh, not something I already knew, but was confirmed by this movie. There's always going to be some dumb bitch who'll take back her meth-addicted boyfriend who <laughs> beat the shit out of her, even though she's got a better thing going, who just happens to remind her of her dad. Hey, you know. Mm. It's a stereotype for a reason. How many of you out there have dated that girl? Be honest with yourself. Anyway. <laughs> and were you the meth addicted guy or were you the guy who reminded her of her dad? <laughs> <laughs> and this podcast got dark. <laughs> <laughs> Make me look at my own life decisions. How dare you? Hey, uh, before we go, we have one more beer. We sure do. And this mm-hmm. one comes all the way down from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. A little beta brewing. 
this is the Wrought Iron IPA uh, for <laughs> India Pale Ale. Uh, let's see. The famous wrought iron balconies in New Orleans reminds us of why this city will always endure. We're strong, resilient, and always ready for a good time. Wrought iron IPA is forged with the intensity of Apollo, <laughs> Equinox, and Mosaic hops, and brewed with pale malt to create a golden IPA that stands above the crowd. Show I, your tits! <laughs> um, My grandfather was an iron worker. There you go. I feel like iron isn't ready for a good time most of the time. <laughs> All right, uh, he, he wrought iron and now he's rotting. Oh, that dark? I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. That, that was a bad pun. <laughs> All right, I'm going to open the beer now so I can drown my sorrows. <laughs> yes, just that beer. Grandfather was a goddamn war hero, you He was. <laughs> he was a war hero, and he helped make a Golden Gate Bridge. He did. Trans America building. He did. He did. Fucking hero. Yeah. I'm gonna open the beer now. Open the goddamn beer. <laughs> By the way, thank you to Ben and Kristen for this. You guys Ooh. are awesome. Alright. Woo! Mm-hmm. Abita Brewing has some amazing beers. If you can get your hands on them, a lot of the beverages and more have them. Although I feel like beverages and more is a California only thing. That's in Colorado and stuff. Okay. Yeah, when I talk about it to people from other places, they're always very confused. They're like, Wait, what is this place you speak of that is like a Costco but filled with nothing but booze and beer? Right. <laughs> because that's what it is. It's like, well, it's about half the size of a Costco. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, maybe a little less, but yeah, yeah, they have thousands of different boozes to choose from. They have beers, they have wines, they do five cent wine sales where you buy one at full price, you get the second one for five cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. By the way, they're not a sponsor, I just love Besmo. When I was a kid, that's where I would go and get Japanese soda. Oh, wow. Yeah, this uh, mm-hmm. is not bad at all. Alright, just took a sip. This is much maltier than the Drake's. Yeah, but a little more body to it. Yeah, a little fuller body. Um, still has a good good hoppy punch, different hops, because obviously it's more East Coast hops. Mm. Yeah. Still getting over this cold, I'm having a hard time smelling. Tough, good good pininess, getting, yeah. getting a little bit of sweetness off of it. This is a clearer beer. Uh, still kind of a dark straw color, white foamy head. This is delightful. Yeah, I, I like Abita though. Go drink some Abita. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? I'm done their Turbo Dog too. Oh, Turbo Dog's fantastic. Have we already done Turbo Dog on the podcast? I'm sure we have. But you know what? We can totally do it. Let's again. do. Yeah, we can do some Turbo Dog. <gasps> we should do a dog movie and do Turbo Dog and Dogfish Head. A boy and his dog. <gasps> Coming up! <laughs> Join us next week! When, yeah. <laughs> Remember, we have to do that one with my mom. That's true. That's uh, one of my mom's favorite movies. Hey, if you want to be a special guest on our uh, podcast, hit us up. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. Yeah, we're going to learn how to use Google Hangouts. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you can be one of the voices coming out of my phone. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything Everything I learned learned from from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. It was not the lost sword in that movie. That is a fun fact that lied. (laughs) 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 The dolphin sword? (laughs)